What's up, guys, and welcome to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me here today. Now, if you are loving the podcast, if you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button and you are the first to know. My new Make Shit Happen course is now available. And if you haven't already enrolled, this is your sign from the universe that you need to get your shit together and start leveling up your education because the roadmap that I have created for you guys to actually take practical tools and to make your lives so much better is all in one place now. It is uh, the first course uh, of uh, many courses that are coming down the pipeline, but you have to start on this one to be able to move on to the next one. And I cannot wait for you guys to be fucking taking control of your circumstances and finally building the lives that you truly deserve. Uh, Now, today I am responding to another question. I love doing these question box so I can really get to the heart of what you guys want to know, what you want me to talk about. And this particular question, I absolutely love because I feel like it is something that so many of us have gone through or are going through or need advice on. So the question is, advice is for advice for starting in a new state and advice that would give younger self. Um, and I love this because uh, I have lived now in... Technically, so I'm from Adelaide originally, moved to Sydney. So moved to Sydney. Originally, I was in a relationship at the time, but moved to Sydney by myself. And then after that, moved up to the Gold Coast, but with my partner, Ryan, now. So I have lived in multiple states and different chapters and different journeys have made it easier, I would say, than others. But in this particular circumstance, I'll break it down and what I found really, really helped. So when I moved to Sydney in, uh, that was the first time I'd actually lived out of home by myself, really, for the very first time. Because when I moved from in Adelaide out into a house, it was with my partner. So it was really the first time I'd ever lived by myself, which was a massive reality check, mostly because I didn't have a car in Sydney. So trying to even go to the grocery shops, getting basic things, That was just an absolute nightmare. It was so stressful and so, so hard. Uh, So that was my learning curve when I was really younger, but also just starting to build friendships again. When I moved to Sydney, I had my sister who I knew, but I really didn't know many other people. I really had no, I really had no idea of who I was. And so I moved up there. I went and started at uh, Lauren Simpson Fitness. So I was going to a nine to five job. So I do think it's actually easier when you're going into a nine to five job, because it does mean that you're surrounded with often people that are pretty similar to you. And particularly if you're a junior in your company and you're moving to a company that's really lively and up and coming and it does have the type of people that you would want to surround yourself with, it does make it a lot easier. So at that stage of the journey, it was easy for me to build friendships and to build bonds with the people around me and to make friendships from the people that I work with, but also from their friendship circles and their networks. And it's like Friday night, you're going for drinks after work. It's it's just a lot easier to build friends when you're working from an office environment, I personally feel. But what I have to really encourage and really reiterate to you is that you need to say yes to everything. 
And I know that's really, really hard if you are someone that is pretty to themselves and that you don't really like to push yourself out of your comfort zone often. But ultimately, for you to build friends as an adult and to establish friendship groups, new friendship groups, you have to put yourself out there. And that goes for dating as well as friends, that you have to be putting yourself out there and you have to be saying yes to things because once you experience it, once you have that certain experience, it might not be for you and you will learn very quickly that saying yes to something and experiencing something different in you, you might hate it and be like, oh, hell fucking no. But you have to be putting yourself in there as an adult of trying different things and experiencing different things, going out to different places, saying yes to dates that maybe you normally wouldn't, hanging out with friendship groups that maybe you normally wouldn't have when you were younger. Because as you evolve, as you get older and you start experiencing life and doing different things, you might realize by saying yes to things and opportunities and moments that maybe you're not the same person as you were as well. And that's really, really important because if you don't put yourself out there, if you're not trying different things, if you're not saying yes to everything when you are submerging yourself in a new environment, you're never going to know of, oh, what do I actually like now as an adult? And if it doesn't align, if things don't align of the past and the people that you once hung out with, they're not the type of people that you want to hang out with. You're only going to really discover that by really putting yourself out there. So when if you're working in a work environment where you are in an office, putting yourself out there, saying yes to opportunities, hanging out with different people, having different conversations, you will be blown away when you start just saying yes to different things or even just putting yourself out there and asking people to do things with you too, because that's really important as well. You have to remember that it's not always going to be the case that you're going to be invited to things and you're going to be taken places and people are going to be asking you to say you can say yes, but you need to have the courage and the confidence to be able to say, you know what, maybe I do get along with this person okay at work. Like that, I don't really know because we work in a nine to five environment, but fuck it. Let's just go out for a drink. Hey, what are you doing this? Ask the question. The worst thing that could happen is the person says no. And that's not the worst case scenario either, because then you know, okay, that person is not my person. Yes and no, both very good answers and we'll figure you out very quickly. So say yes to things, put yourself out there. That is the other thing that I think is so, so important. And that's when I'm going to follow into moving to Queensland for me, because I actually feel like my move to Queensland versus Sydney was extremely different. When I moved to Queensland, uh, I literally flew into the Gold Coast uh, and I didn't know, well, I knew maybe one person, I knew Yaz uh, and on social media had sort of interacted, but not really didn't know anyone. Uh, Flew into Gold Coast and had never been to the Gold Coast before. And then I was going into two weeks of quarantine, (laughs) hotel quarantine, to then come out to a state where I didn't even know the suburb we were moving into. I had no idea. I literally was looking from my hotel room being like, what's this and what's that? And I had no idea. So for two weeks, I was sitting in my hotel room being thinking... uh, Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops are bigger and better than ever. With a new and expanded site at one of our two Winchester locations and our six well-established boutiques across the area, Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops attract bargain hunters, treasure seekers, collectors, and antiquers. Mention this ad on your next shopping trip and receive a 10% discount. Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops gratefully accept your donations, including electronics and furniture. For locations, hours, and information on how to donate, please visit blueridgehospice.org what the fuck am I going to do in this place? And so when I moved to the Gold Coast, because I work from home and I work by myself, uh, 
it was really, really isolating. Like so isolating to start off with. And because my partner Ryan is a DJ and he had a residency straight away at Cali, it meant that he was going out a lot and he had friends up here and he was building his DJ friends and the people that he was going out with and he was building building networks really quickly. And for me, I just felt like a sack of shit because I was like, it's Saturday night and I don't even have a girlfriend to message and be like, hey, do you just want to hang out and watch a movie? My boyfriend's DJing all weekend long and I'm just a Debbie Downer at home. And I was like, okay, cool. Like you've done solo before. Like, what are you going to do with this time? Level up, you know, educate yourself. But I just needed some friends. I felt lonely. Like sis needed some friends up here. And uh, I was really feeling shit. I felt felt so shit. I just remember I just hit this wall. And it was hard on our relationship as well because I do believe in relationships that you need to both be independent. It's really important for you both to have your lives and independence. And, and I was a needy diva. I just felt I was so needy. It was like when Ryan would go out, I'd be like, oh, and when are you going to be back? And what time are you going to be back? And I've never been that person. Like I've never been that person that's so dependent on another human. So it was really hard for me to then be this needy person on this other person and depending on someone when I never depend on anyone else. So that was a massive growth. And I just remember one day I went out and I was like miserable and I sat down in the park and I did this Instagram story and it wasn't meant to be, oh, poor me. It was just me having a conversation of this very conversation of I am in my 30s in a state I have no friends. Uh, I have all of these people on social media and these amazing people in other states that I'm best friends with, but I currently feel like I have no family up here, no friends, no support network. And I was like, this is hard. I felt really, really hard on it. And I, um, I was really lucky, actually. This is how I really became friends with Mickey because Mickey had been following me on Instagram and she sent me, she slid on into my DMs and she sent me a message saying, hey, we're going to Cali this weekend. Uh, I know that you're not feeling so good, but just come and say, hey, just just come and hang out. And so I went to Cali that day and I got along with all of the girls really well. And it reminded me, oh, this is what it's like to be around your people again. And I think that's the other thing that I think is really important advice is uh, start surrounding or submerging yourself in people that submerge yourself in that sounds so sexual, submerging around uh, people uh, that are like-minded individuals. And for me, majority of my friends are fitness, health, uh, wellness type people because they're really driven and focused and they're goal-based and That's what I really aligned with. And that was a real reality check for me. Oh, you needed to be surrounding yourself with these types of people because it felt really good. I was going out and it was, oh my God, this is just me being the yes girl that I was because when I did have no friends and I was going out, Ryan would be like, just come out to Cali, just come and talk to people. I'm sorry, but as a chick, it is absolutely fucking mortifying for majority of people to go to a club, uh, be at a club, uh, dressed up, uh, your boyfriend's playing, you don't know anyone and you just have to start making friends with strangers. Delta Airlines employees have been trying to organize a union for years. If you're a Delta customer, own stock or an employee, it's time to use your voice. Delta is the only US-based mainline carrier where a union does not represent the flight attendants, fleet service or mechanics. The right to organize is a fundamental human right protected by US law. Let's make sure those who get the planes off the ground have a stronger voice. Support the right for Delta employees to organize and fly together without 
without intimidation or interference. Go to imdelta.net to sign our petition today. <laughs> I would go and do that. I would say yes because I was desperate and I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to say yes and I'll throw myself. And I actually did make some really great friends over that time. I made some really fun friends, but they were party friends. They weren't my friends that I was hanging out with and watching a movie and chilling and having articulate, amazing conversations with. These were people who were my party friends. Uh, And I'm not going to dilute the fact that I love my party friends so much, but at the end of the day, you have different friends for different reasons. And these weren't the people that I was having these high level educational conversations with about motivation and mindset. It was like, let's get fucked up and have a good time you know, so that's not what I needed. I needed like normal, normal, non-party friends. And so when I did that, I, with the Mickey catching up with the fitness people, I was so grateful. Honestly, if you ever see anyone who's struggling on social media with saying, I feel lonely, I feel not so good, just reach out to that person and invite that person. And maybe they're not your person, but uh, you might connect them with somebody else or have a conversation and you have no idea how much it will mean to that person to do so. So put yourself out there as well. It goes both ways. It would have been hard for Mickey to message me too because she would have been terrified of, oh, she could just turn around and leave me as red or just reject me too. So you've got to put yourself out there as well and particularly if you are someone who already has established friendship groups but you're also feeling a bit like eh about how you're feeling with your friends at the moment, put yourself out there. Talk to other people, connect and catch up with other people too. So once I caught up with Mickey, had that new friendship group going on, it was fucking glorious. It was so nice to be around people that were like-minded. I realized, you know what? Training by yourself in the gym isn't doing great things for you at the moment. It's not really lighting up your soul because I would go to the gym. I would train by myself. I would come home. I'd be by myself. I'd be clinging off of poor Ryan being like, what are we doing today? What's going on? And I had no independence whatsoever. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go and train at a group fitness class gym instead of training solo so I can start having conversations with people and start connecting with like-minded individuals. And so I went to Change Gym in Broadbeach and I started connecting with people and I started like bonding friendships. That's how I became friends with Andy. He was a coach there. That's how I introduced Andy and Ryan to become friends too because Ryan apparently needed some non-party fun friends too. So he was grabbing that onto my friends, little Um, And so that's how we all started establishing friendship groups. And then I moved with Andy to never quit and have building friendships and groups off of that. So for me, going to group fitness classes and surrounding myself with people that were very similar really opened a lot of doors because you go to breakfast with everybody, you catch up with people, you're training with people, you're having conversations and everything tends to flow really easily. Um, I think Jake and Alicia, Jake, I met... uh, when did I meet Jake? Uh, I was at Cali. I'm trying to remember the night of when I exactly was Cali. I'm pretty sure I was a Lone Ranger that night as well, to be honest. I think I had orange. I had that orange dress on and orange makeup and everything. And I got along with Jake really good. And then everything sort of just started clicking together. And it was all from me, A, making the decision to surround myself with people that are like-minded, B, uh, putting myself out there, in all circumstances, (laughs) saying yes to opportunities and just being like, fuck it, yeah, I'll go, fuck it, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, putting yourself in those circumstances because that really, really opens up a lot of doors. Actually, the night that I met Mickey, I ended up going to a Halloween house party, I think, with Jake. Uh, 
I'm telling you, as soon as you have one light bulb moment, it then ripples into everything. And I just want to remind anyone that is trying to make friends at the moment and who's trying to establish friendships, uh, don't feel so lonely and isolated and that it's just you. Making friends as an adult is really tough. It is definitely a character building exercise and it does take a little trial and error and you will find that some people that you try and connect with just aren't your people, but that is okay because you just keep on trying and eventually you'll get your networks. And for me, I feel extremely grateful. I have a beautiful close group of friends. I have many friends. I am someone that knows a lot of people and that's because I go out a lot. I go to events. I connect with people on OnlyFans. I connect with people on Instagram, um, photographers, models. I have a really high network of people because I'm always putting myself out with that. That's just my nature. But my true friends, my real ride or dies, I have a very small group of friends uh, who I will make time, effort and energy for constantly on the daily and I'll go over and beyond to make sure that I will make time where time doesn't exist and they do the same for me and those are my ride or dies Um, and some are from making friends as an adult uh, I mean you look at Lauren Lauren is one of is one of my best friends in the whole entire world we only became friends I guess four years ago and that was because I started working for her right that's how we became our best friends Uh, and then I've got beautiful best friends in Adelaide who when I go to Adelaide I connect with just at the same frequency my family my family my best friends as well And so I have different networks in different spaces and different places around the world. They don't need maintenance. None of my friends need maintenance. I can pick up a conversation with these people no matter the time, whenever it's exactly the same. If I don't message them for six months, it's not like, oh my God, Henny and I aren't friends anymore. It's like, oh, okay, we'll just start talking from six months and it will be like we just spoke yesterday. And I think that's really important too. And those are the type of people that you need in life. Low maintenance people and low maintenance friends. We don't need the drama llama. We don't need the needy people. We don't need the people that need high maintenance. That's a waste of time, effort, and energy. And we're busy. We all have different shit going on. So once you figure out your true people in life and you make your real friends, uh, you hold on tight and you make time where time doesn't exist. So you do have windows of opportunity for them. But... I want to remind you guys that it is so okay to be working from baseline as an adult to be establishing friendship groups because maybe you have evolved into a different person. That is so okay, but just put yourself out there. Say yes, invite people to do things, put yourself out of your comfort zone. That's really, really important as an adult because we evolve and we very much change into different people as adults and particularly in your 30s you definitely are a different person and you have such a different mindset of what you do have time and energy for and the type of people that you want to be around that's at the end of the day that's really important too even if you're not moving state maybe you just don't want around to be certain people anymore maybe they just aren't evolving and aren't being the type of people that you want to be but I hope this conversation has helped I hope that I'm sending extra big love to anyone that is moving states and in the deep end at the moment it's going to be fine. Put yourself out there. Have those conversations. Uh, but go out today. Be a kind person to other people. If you love the podcast, as I said at the start, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, give me a share or send me a message on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. I love your messages of support or whether this empowered you to do great things. So let me know. Do great things. Be a great thing. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye, y'all.
Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops are bigger and better than ever. With a new and expanded site at one of our two Winchester locations and our six well-established boutiques across the area, Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops attract bargain hunters, treasure seekers, collectors, and antiquers. Mention this ad on your next shopping trip and receive a 10% discount. Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops gratefully accept your donations, including electronics and furniture. For locations, hours, and information on how to donate, please visit blueridgehospice.org.